listeners, so you're in for a very, very special treat today. We're joined by Deepan Raj Natarajan. His friends fondly call him Raj. And Raj is the Director of Project Management at Como. Raj, welcome to the Como Factor podcast. We're so excited to have you here today. Hey, Saul. Thanks for the introduction. I've been listening to a few of the several podcasts today, and I think this one is going to be one of a kind. Yes, it is. Well, you are one of a kind, Raj, and we are thrilled to have you here today. So Raj, uh, just so that our listeners get to know you a little bit, the real Raj, can you describe, um, you know, who you are? Can you just share with them, you know, who is Raj? I'm Deepan Raj Natarajan, as uh, as you mentioned, so on. Um, I've been known as uh, Raj in my uh, professional life, and uh, and people, uh, my friends call me like Deepan um, because that name is so common here, so they call me Deepan. Um, I, I was born to uh, parents in a small village uh, in the southern part of India, uh, the state called Tamil Nadu. Um, I have an uh, I have an older brother, and uh, he currently currently resides in the U.S. for his profession. And I'm the world for my my lovable wife, and I you know I'm I'm father for uh, father of a four year kid. And your daughter is just adorable. Um, I love her dimples. She is so cute. So Raj, um, this is a question that we ask often on the podcast of our guests. If your life story was published in a book, what would the book title be? And what would the book cover say? I always believe in the fact that like whatever happens in your life and whatever happens in the universe, it all happens for a reason. And with that thinking in mind, I always have like whatever happens to me, it's all for it's all for a reason. And I was also always take that as a, a blessing in disguise. So maybe I'll just consider my book to be named as a blessing in a disguise. I love that. Blessing in disguise. <laughs> That's fantastic. So can you share with us some of your life goals? You mentioned that um, you were born and raised in India, as was I. Um, <laughs> What what did um what are some of your life goals? Uh, my life goal is to uh, run a business on my own uh, because because I've been I've been working in different cities uh, for almost two decades and I also had my education in a different city so I'm I have, I was away from my home for almost two decades and you know I love to be back to be in my hometown so the pandemic helped me to get back to my hometown. But again, uh, um, I I think this is an opportunity for me to uh, get settled and work in my hometown and then uh, run a business so that you know, um, when, I, when I raise my children, they have an opportunity to enjoy the, the hometown, which I lived in, which is a small, small village. And, and now it's growing into a small town. Um, so the environment which I uh, lived, it's it's a good uh, it's a good place, and I want the same to be uh, for my kid as well. Um, with that being said, I'm I'm going to uh, have my own business, uh, either be a product or service that I'm going to do. Uh, um, I'm going to run a business in another ten years. That's that's my uh, life goal. That's fantastic. And I mean, there's so much that you shared there, you know, just in terms of your goals, but 
I can totally resonate with moving closer to family. I mean, Mark and I recently made that journey ourselves to, to you know, um, be of help to, to his elderly parents. And, um, you know, being in a small town, certainly it, um, it's a little bit different, but it has to be a little bit of a change for you, right? Um, especially given that you've been in the corporate world, like Christina and myself, um, mm-hmm. did you find that transition difficult at all in terms of just going from big town to, to small town? No, I, I wouldn't say that's a difficult because, uh, even though I lived in cities like uh, like metro cities, and I have experienced the the urban life, but I never missed out an opportunity to enjoy the the uh, the rural life I, I lived in my childhood. So I, I I used to travel to my um, hometown like once in two weeks, once in three weeks, even though it's like an overnight journey. But I never missed an opportunity to uh, come back and visit my parents and. Uh, um, and and talk to my friends uh, over the weekend. So I never missed an opportunity uh, visiting back to um, the hometown. So it's not that it's kind of a great change for me to uh, moving from uh, totally uh, urban life into a rural life. It's, I have already experienced that. So I, I didn't experience that as like a big change for me. Um, but when it compared to the professional life, yes, um, uh, yeah, the technology and the uh, the infrastructure which is available in the uh, the urban areas now it's not available in the rural. But thanks to the technology that we are starting to see that transition between an urban and a rural life is not, it's not that not that big difference. Uh, you you can just have a laptop and just have a smartphone and you can start work from anywhere. Right. So that this kind of uh, technology now it's bringing up and now we can just thinking about start capital capitalizing on the technology and you know uh, it, it don't have to be in in a rural area to uh, I mean don't have to be in an urban area to um, uh, start your business or uh, or uh, start start a startup so um, it's not that difficult for me uh, it, it's always uh, what the way what I thought to be uh, it's, it's actually happening the way it used to be yeah. The world has certainly changed in so many ways and for the better when it comes to technology and, and having access, you know, um, to communications and, and people, you know, anywhere pretty much. So that's pretty cool. And we love um, your entrepreneurial mindset. Certainly, um, I, I think that's something that uh, really adds a lot of value even to the role um, that you play for, for Como. But let's dig a little bit deeper into just any personal transformation um, that you've gone through that you felt was was really kind of meaningful for you. And if you could just kind of start with the end in in mind, um, meaning the transformation that you under underwent um, or are currently going through, could you share with us um, what what that is or what that was? Sure. Um, yeah, uh, I. Before I start conversing that I I should have put out like a disclaimer back because um, <laughs> I have listened to like several characters in your in your podcast episode. So um, so when I start talking about my uh, personal and professional life stories, um, you can see a lot of uh, cultural difference. You know uh, because one part of we live in the other side of the world, and uh, Christine lived in uh, lives in the U.S. 
and I live in India and Christine uh, and so on. You have that hybrid of both. You have experienced like how in, how India is and uh, the life in the US. So I, I'm certain that we as part of the Como family, we always uh, welcome the cult cultural differences, um, embrace the change along our journey. So with that being said, this episode, as I mentioned, is going to be like a, a, a little different one and an one of a kind. I, I was I was born in a middle class family uh, because my father did for farming to raise us, um, raise us in the sense like I and my brother um, uh, were part of it. It doesn't make sense for me to just say I because I and I and my brother uh, uh, together went through that childhood days. Um, so our, our life is not not uh, any different uh, uh, from each other. So as I say, uh, I, I was from a middle class family with a farming background. Um, it is it is evident that like uh, I'm being exposed to um, multicultural environment from the childhood because when you're born in India and you know the education system uh, was inherited inherited from the British because we were part of their colonies um, until their until 1947. Um, so you know, India is already uh, already a culturally diverse country, and the exposure um, to diverse culture is is there from my childhood. So when you when you born to the middle class family, um, you you are caught like between um, uh, caught between the hard and the rock place. Um, so because uh, there are like needs and wants and that that you want to uh, make a balance between uh, you know my my family struggled a lot during my childhood to uh, to make both ends meet and i i have witnessed that um uh, during my childhood so um i and my brother also worked with my uh, dad and mom in farms we uh, cultivated uh, uh, jasmine flowers and we ran a chicken poultry and we also heard like a herd of cows. So I remember the days that um, I and my brother used to um, wake up early in the morning and go to the farm, um, feed the chickens and, and feed the cattle and work in the farm before we could get to school. Like that, that's everyday routine for us like uh, in the childhood until my 10th grade. Um, we also used to pack our own lunches, go to school, um, finish your classes and get back to home um, before um, you start helping with your parents in the evening in the fall. So there were like days that you know I I, I crashed into the bed without having to eat my dinner. So that was just that was, I, I can just recollect all those memories. That that was a um, great memories to uh, cherish. So uh, when I passed out of my high school, I had to make a decision that uh, that I had to balance my uh, dreams and also my needs. Um, I chose to become an engineer, uh, and I I um, chose chemical engineering as my professional degree to start with after my high school, and I, I passed out uh, uh, chemical engineering in the year 2007. So during my college days, I spearheaded some activities in my college days, and you know, uh, and that helped me to shape shape some leadership qualities uh, during that time. Um, I was the lead placement coordinator in my uh, chemical engineering discipline for, for two years and also helped my uh, other fellow students to get uh, placements during the campus interviews by multinational companies. 
uh, even though I had some like uh, multiple job offers at the end of my third year, uh, which is like the engineering courses, like four, four, four years. And I, I got like multiple job offers during that time. Um, I had to make a decision either to go to work for the software companies, um, you know, which, which gives us a lucrative package or work for the core industries. You know, again, that was like point that I had to make some decision, uh, which would, uh, which would affect my life, either it is positive or negative. So I chose the later one to work for the core industries, and uh, the very first company I worked is is uh, is a uh, is a core uh, mechanical engineering company. Uh, but when and I joined that company, and um, you had to make a decision either you have to go uh, technically or you have to go um, like management oriented. Since uh, I uh, I loved like working with people, I chose project management would be uh, really a good uh, discipline for me to uh, work on because it requires more of a soft skills and you can and you have the great opportunity to uh, work with different cultures. So working with different cultures is that like you you started from your childhood and now uh, it's it's going to uh, you're going to capitalize that to. Uh, on your career and then build a strong base for that. And I had the strong passion for project management. Um, and as a, as I always wanted to, um, you know, conduct myself with the, with the great professionalism, everything I do. So I, I thought like project management is a great tool that is going to um, shape myself personally and professionally and, and you know, help everything with, with a professional approach. There's yeah. uh, there's so many layers to you, Raj, uh, and it's it's just so fascinating. And I just want to step back a little bit and go back to your childhood. Um, I can certainly relate, and I think some of the earlier episodes um, that you're referencing of the Como um, Factor podcast are the ones where Christine and I talked a little bit about our our upbringing and how humble, you know, um, that was as well. So certainly can resonate uh, with your stories and, uh, and you know, just the hard work and watching your parents really kind of put their blood and sweat and hard work into just creating a better life and future for, uh, for you and, and your family. So I can certainly understand that. So was there a point um, uh, in all of that where um, a light bulb maybe perhaps went off? Did you get how did you find clarity about what you wanted to transform personally in terms of, you mentioned, you know, that education was, was a key driver for you and you realized that you needed to have that. I mean, I too realized that at one point and you guys have heard me, you know, talk many times about um, how, you know, my mother too always said, you know, you can have, um, you can have all the money in the world um, and sometimes it comes and goes. But your education, nobody can take that away from you once you've acquired that. It's always with you, you know, for as long as you you live. So how did you find clarity, Raj, about, you know, um, whether it was that education or that personal transformation? And when when did that happen for you? You know, um, as you have experienced that, the uh, the uh, culture in India, like you, you even you don't have. Um, you don't have the opportunity to uh, choose your life partner because your your family does that for you. Now <laughs> you have to choose. Uh, my, mine is my mine is a case like uh, my parents has to choose a life partner for me. So it's not that same for everyone, but you know it's a predominant in India that uh, like people prefer to have an arranged marriage. 
So, um, so that's how you're getting influenced uh, by your family and you know, uh, you, you live for others. But when it comes to uh, your, your, your career or a personal life, so you have to make some decisions on your own because pe people around you, uh, you have been inspiring you. So now in my case, like uh, I, uh, as you were selling education is, is, is a tool for me to shape me out. And uh, you know, knowledge is, is the power that, that is going to help you. Um, so with that being said, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm truly uh, wanted to transform myself, uh, become like, uh, because you, you don't want to live the same life throughout your life. So you want to have a better life and you want to have a better life for your kids as well. Um, so in that case, you have to um, uh, uh, think, start thinking about uh, uh, what you want to be in another five years or what you want to be in, in, in 10 years. So you want to, uh, you're, the, you're going to be the owner of your actions um, so you're the you're the only person in control of your actions. Um, with that as such, like you are going to have like an internal um, internal locus of control, um, being held accountable for your actions. So I, I just decided like what I have to be uh, like gather uh, gather a strict uh, like a, a professionalism and how we want to conduct business and know the outside world and. And, uh, and and transform yourself and, and be there uh, ready to uh, uh, start your own business. So all these years I've been working in a different multinational companies and, and gaining experience working with, with, the, uh, with people and gaining knowledge on businesses. So uh, I would think that like working and choosing the project management as a career and working with different people and working uh, with like, uh, like improving your soft skills and uh, knowing that something technically uh, where you want to start your business. So that's all going to help uh, um, to uh, start your business. So that clarity kind of came in when I, uh, even when I passed out my high school. So this is what I wanted to be. Um, so I, even I started like engineering profession and then I moved into a project management area and that, that would help me to uh, realize and achieve my uh, dreams uh, going forward. That's great, Raj. And I mean, as, as for as long as Christine and I have known you, or at least I've known you for sure, we've always known you to, to you know, have, have clarity, um, know what the end goal is. And I think you really, you know, step up and always take ownership to make sure that you get that, that desired outcome. And are there any, like, are there any tips or tricks that you use to make sure that as you're doing that, as you're, it sounds like you almost just naturally go through that, that process. It's almost wired in your DNA, but um, are there reminders that you give yourself in order to ensure that you have a meaningful mindset for yourself? Yes. Uh, I would say like the tips is that like, I, you have to live outside your comfort zone because, because change never happens in that comfort zone. I, I I realized that in my in in my professional life uh, a few years ago, and I decided like, okay, I, I'm not going to uh, stay in this comfort zone, even though it causes you discomfort. It it helps you to shape to to save you because you are going to experience that discomfort, and and you are obviously going to find out a way to come out of that. 
Um, so I thought like it's okay to uh, fall a few times, but you know, uh, but make sure that you learn from it. And failure is not 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 the thing you have to be um, to be scared of. And again, you learn from that. You you learn from that experience. Uh, even if you find a, find a stone in front of you, you just uh, you think that's an obstacle, but you can also think that it's going to be a, a, a stepping a stepping stone uh, to uh, uh, you know to climb on a cliff. So mm -hmm. that's kind of a positive attitude uh, I have, and you know uh, after after leaving that comfort zone, um, and also I try to align my actions. With the uh, with with the end in mind, so with your goals in mind, um, so I I started to align my goals uh, for a few years before, um, uh, even though it causes my uh, discomfort, um, but I chose to uh, leave my comfort zone. Who should listen to this book? While the company, characters, and events in this book are fictitious, the personal and professional transformative lessons in this story are real. If you are seeking a personal or professional transformation, you will find the F place captivating. It is not simply our capabilities and talent that bring us success, but the holistic mindset with which we approach transformation. This book is for you. If life has ever thrown you curveballs and you need support on how to survive and grow through the pain. If you have ever found yourself in or are currently in a season of fear, uncertainty, and or anxiety, but are trying to refuse to give in to the negativity around you. If you are struggling now or have ever struggled against the toxic culture of your workplace while determined to stay true to yourself. If you are looking for an inspirational tract on personal and professional transformation and want a unique way to acquire new information, think creatively and diversify your perspective. Now available online at theFplace.com. So Raj, you talked a lot about culture and the impact and influence it's, it's had on you. Um, would you say that, um, you know, um, it's, it's, it's really purpose-driven? I mean, do you think about culture a lot, you know, as you go about kind of your, your day-to-day? -day? I know for me, um, being born in, in India and then, you know, moving to the United States at a very early age of, of 10 um, while I do remember a lot of, of my childhood, you know, like you said, I've been able to kind of, you know, um, get the best of, best of both worlds uh, in a way, right? Because um, it's like I have one foot there and, and one foot uh, in, the, in the Western part as well. Um, but how would you say that that culture has really, you know, kind of influenced you on a day-to-day on a -day basis? Do you feel like you know, um, like you talked about just taking that ownership, like in the, the, the meaningful mindset, but do you think that culture impacts a lot of, of what you do day to day? Yes. It, it's obvious that now, uh, when, when you live in the country like India, it's actually, um, it's actually, uh, like a small, small world, uh, you have to live in because, um, you're not going to have like a same culture uh, everywhere. Even if I travel like 50 kilometers from where I live, 
and I find, uh, you know, I find a different culture. And even if I get, travel like 200 kilometers from my place, I'm going to see it on a different culture. So um, if you if you are to, uh, uh, if you want to uh, lead a life and you, know, you, are, you want to uh, uh, run a business or if you want to work with the people, it's obviously you can see cultural difference everywhere. Uh, even if you work with the clients in the US, your clients in the Europe, or your clients in Asia, that's going to be a lot of cultural difference. So um, not to be taken aback by the cultural shocks, uh, you get prepared yourself to be um, uh, used to that cultural differences, and now you start embracing that. Um, so that that's going to be uh, that's going to help you in the long run because you become um, you know tolerant to all those cultural differences, and know, and you started valuing that and start respecting that, and with because. People are people are always like a, a, a valuable thing. They are the good a good asset um, in terms of organization. But when you start um, start interacting with them, uh, you know, people uh, you, you feel like people are like a beautiful things in the world, and you know uh, the you, you see the rainbow right rainbow with the different colors. So each each color is unique. So not just one color makes a rainbow. Uh, every different color is is so unique that that it forms together to form a rainbow. So, in your case, um, working with the different the cultural a the different cultural thing is going to uh, uh, is going to benefit you in the long run. When you especially when you want to um, uh, run a business on your own ten years down the line and you start interacting with the people, that's going to help you a lot. Indeed, and I remember on a couple of our business travels, you know. Um, one of them being in China, just how how you were able to just um, flawlessly integrate into the the culture because it is very different, you know, country by country, and um, I think, you know, you're right. It it also comes with experience to a certain extent, you know, being able to glean these these uh, kind of experiences over time, over your lifespan, and like you even remarked, I think even in India, right? If you go from um, from the South versus the North, there, there are drastic differences, not only on the obvious languages and, and clothing um, and, and religious and diet preferences, but also in terms of, of the interaction. So um, it's it's pretty cool that you've been able to, you know, kind of weave that in into, into your day-to-day. And, um, uh, and certainly, you know, we've always uh, worked in, in global companies, Christine and I, and, and you as well. Um, uh, so it's it's pretty great that you're able to to bring that into um, into into your professional aspect as well. Um, maybe before I before we dive into your professional transformation, um, could you maybe just share with us um, what you would say is is one of a kind about about you, Raj? Yeah, uh, as I uh, as I mentioned previously, I am passionate about uh, uh, people. As always, I say uh, this. Um, I usually don't don't even like calling people as a resource in the corporate uh, corporate world. Um, now, as I mentioned, they are they are the um, beautiful uh, beautiful thing. Um, so when you, when you interact with different people, uh, it, it equals reading uh, a couple of books, and and end of the day, like you are going to uh, come out with more knowledge and and more wisdom than ever. So I, I'm I'm 
I'm more passionate um, about people. So then maybe I, when I say like unique about me, I uh, always want to interact with people and uh, learn a lot of things from them instead of uh, going through the books. Indeed. And uh, I would say you are very passionate about people and, uh, and we love, we love working with you. So, we, so, uh, so Raj, um, so you and I have worked together and known each other since 2012. Why don't we share just um, a little glimpse, if you don't mind sharing, um, what happened earlier this year and how did we kind of get reconnected since, uh, you know, since I've been with the Como Group with Sonal uh, mid last year? Yes. Um, yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I and you uh, were working with uh, um, the company uh, for about like nine years and uh, now and we have known each other very well and we have even, we even met uh, in person a couple of times. Um, so before um, I'm start, before I start saying my career with the, with my last organization, I, I previously worked with my two of my organizations. The, the, the first uh, organization I worked was in, was in a city in the southern part of India. Um, and I, I got an opportunity to uh, work in the U.S. For, for an year, in the year 2008 and 2009. Um, so uh, that that was a good experience for me uh, to learn about like a different uh, different world because you know that that was like funny fact like um, when I when I landed in the U.S. for the first time which, which is in which is in Des Moines in Iowa I I thought like when I came out of the airport I thought like oh man um, this airport is has air conditioning out even outside the airport I didn't realize that's a weather change. <laughs> I didn't. That's that's actually uh, like uh, it's in the month of uh, month of October, and you know that's, that's where like, the northern part of US it's almost like a freezing negative uh, negative temperatures. Oh my um, goodness! <laughs> yeah, even I was thinking that okay, this, this is not this is not the weather. I thought it's an air condition, uh, but now when when but when I like I was spending like thirty minutes outside waiting for a cab to board, and then I realized that that's actually the real weather of Iowa. So that that was the the kind of uh, you know the kind of exposure I had until I came to the U.S. and I started looking at people um, and and, and know how, who are what their lifestyle and I tried to always like try to see uh, how how India was how India was and and uh, how my life in the U.S. is now. So um, even when I started using the currency, uh, I always have that in my back back of my mind like. How much I'm going to spend in the uh, spend in the Indian rupees? How much I'm going to spend if I spend that in the US dollars? So that kind of calculation always mm-hmm. running. Typical Indian guy, uh, it always runs in the background. So um, with that, like with kind of that exposure, when you land in the US and you start working for a company, and then you start seeing people, and you try to account acclimatize that, like uh, you cannot be an exact. Uh, exact uh, uh, citizen of US, like how 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 a citizen of the US behave. But, you know, you try to accomplish like how, how you, you can be with them so that you feel um, uh, you are, you are like, uh, more social, interacting with people and growing your network. So that's how I started transforming uh, my thoughts and, you know, um, uh, how, how I changed my uh, mindset, I changed my behavior. Um, to uh, start working with people and then um, uh, moving towards my goals. 
So I try to align goals, um, thinking all these factors into consideration. I put everything into consideration, like uh, like uh, like in putting in a mixture jar. Then you try to process everything, and then the output is what exactly you want it to be. So you said you went to Des Moines, Iowa in um, 2008, but that was only a year after you graduated university? Yeah, I, I worked for uh, the company uh, in, in Chennai, uh, which is in southern part of India. So in that company, I, I was uh, sent on uh, sent on deputation to, uh, uh, to, the site, to the site in the US uh, to manage customer orders. And I was there for a year almost. So that's pretty young to to pick up and and be uh, stationed, if you will, in another country. Did you feel any culture shock, or did you, you know, feel homesick? You know, being away so far from your uh, from your family. What was that experience like? Yeah, um, I was twenty two uh, when I uh, came to the U.S. for the very first time. Um, yeah, when I when I landed there first time, because uh, because you have. You have no one around with you uh, to accompany, or you're on on your own. So um, that that helped me that you know uh, in your life journey, sometimes people come with you and sometimes may not. So you are going to lead your life uh, maybe just alone. You walk on your path. Uh, you know uh, you 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 might you might don't have people uh, leading the way. So you have to create the way and just start people following it. So when, when I came to the US, yeah, it was like a little cultural shock for me. And you know, the instance which I shared with you, like when I came out to the airport, it's like a, it's like a freezing cold. I thought it was the air conditioning. No, it was not because of the weather, because I have not seen that weather in India. So that was even the very first cultural shock that I saw. I love that. And I love that you were 22 years old recognizing um, that you needed to create your own way. And that is definitely the epitome of, of taking ownership for your life. And, uh, you know, as you know, we've talked, I moved uh, away internationally to New Zealand when I was very young and, um, and I can relate, but I think you, uh, you were very, you had high emotional IQ, I would say to, to have that recognition so early on and all of those experiences have made you who you are today. So it's phenomenal. So would you like to uh, maybe share, um, again, as much or as little as you, uh, as you feel comfortable about maybe one of your more recent uh, professional transformation experiences? Yeah, I, I worked for this, uh, the, my last company for, for uh, close to nine years. Um, and then like, you, like there were days like uh, I used to spend, as you mentioned, Christine, I even worked for that company, like uh, uh, sometimes like, uh, Day, day and night um, to achieve, because that was the organization, um, the office in India that we had, uh, because we didn't have that uh, that maturity built in uh, with that office. So we, I was one of, one of the team members trying to set up that kind of maturity um, to the team in India so that like whenever people come to us uh, from the other parts of other parts of the world, and then uh, you are trying to, I was trying to serve them. You always want to be a reliable person for them. Mm -hmm. Like whenever they come to you, uh, thinking that you're the you're the right person to this, yes, you're going to live up that promise. So that that is kind of the thought I had uh, when when I started working with that company. And it's more like almost like seven, eight, some to eight years. We will uh, worked upon the transformation. 
and we worked on transformation like in, in several phases i know being being my second our boss christine you know um that how how the transformation we did it in in, in phases worked well and how how that results that uh, in bringing that big change to the company uh, in terms of revenue and and in terms of uh, the benefits to the company so that with that transformation like every time when you see um, that transformation is coming you're trying to uh, like embrace embrace the change and you uh, you you are going to be like an, a go to person have 100% trust uh, you are going to live up that promise yes um that that is what you wanted to be uh, as a person personally that that's actually i mean a lot for me because when i when a person start trusting in me i have to give my 100% yeah well i can tell you you are <laughs> you are definitely living up to that and for our listeners what uh, what raj is alluding to in our in our previous company when we worked together raj was one of our most senior global project managers and uh, it was a significant role. And we were driving transformation in the way that we managed R&D and engineering projects around the globe for this uh, large global company. And Raj, Raj played a critical role, not only on delivering on his commitments and doing what he said he was going to do, but serving as a role model for others in the community as we were driving you know, critical training across the organization to raise the capability of project management in the organization. And there were you know, lots of successes and you know, it didn't go without challenges uh, for sure, but, but Raj always stood so and shined so brightly because of his professionalism and his hard work and cannot tell you how many people would uh, would come to me and there was lots of demand for Raj to serve as their project manager and uh, lots of accolades. Um, he had he had more demand than he had capacity um, to cover that. But um, yeah, in, incredible. And you did a you did a fantastic job in in all the times that we that we worked together. Thanks thanks for those words, Christine. Yeah, no, it's just uh, it's absolutely true. And uh, so you sh- people, our listeners shouldn't be surprised that Raj and Sunil and I are still working together now and, and uh, writing our own story. Do you wanna, what would you like to share about that, Raj? Yeah, um, when we started our career in, 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 together in 2012, I, I, never had, uh, I never had any clue that, that even after a decade, we are gonna stay, uh, stay closer to each other. So, um, you know, life, never uh, never gives you the um gives you whatever you expect right so uh, you're you're trying to do uh like how you're going to be in another 10 years maybe uh that might not happen but you know uh, when when that is the term called fate that that is going to drive you and you're trying to maximize what what you can do best from that fate so for 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 nine years you know, you never, I never had a clue or you never had a clue that we are going to stay even after our first uh, uh, first interaction with the company, with our previous company. Um, so we never had a clue that we are going to stay even after we uh, uh, like move away from that company. So I, I've been I've been telling to a few of my US friends as well, like, uh, I don't know if, if we move away from this company, we, uh, we would never get a chance to run into each other somewhere in the world. But I wish that. 
uh, in our case, uh, yeah, even I wished for that, but it has come true. Yes, and one might even say it was a blessing in disguise. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so Raj, you joined uh, the Como Group earlier this year as our director of project management. We've got, um, we like to dream big in the Como Group. And, and when we yep. get that clarity of what could be in that vision, it's very interesting how things happen. And, and I think you, you know, you create in your world what you focus on. And so we've all, all of us um, in the Como family have been very intentional about creating a life and a uh -huh. business that, that we choose. So we're creating our own roles. We're serving our clients with excellence. And you joining, you came at the exact right time. I mean, you're playing a critical role with, with a couple of our key clients right now. And uh, it's it's amazing, and all of the the experience uh, that we've had from the past, the lessons learned, the best practices, you know, we're really able to take them to another level and and deliver a um, a one of a kind, high quality, you know, bottom line results for our clients. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, our previous experience is definitely going to help the way we want to transform, and you know, um, that's going to be. Uh, a new benchmark for us, like every day we start working day in and day out, you know, and we start servicing our clients every, and every day um, we try to raise our bar so that, you know, um, our, our, our services are, are, uh, are unique and, uh, and most importantly, focus on the customer satisfaction. And along with that, like we want to create a life that, as you mentioned, have, uh, is fun to work and and you have like a perfect work-life balance exactly so so maybe a little uh, a little sneak peek for our uh, you know for our listeners we have we have very big plans and dreams and goals for uh, for raj but uh as as como continues to expand our our vision is that that raj is uh is our country leader in india and as we expand further he would be the regional leader of Asia Pacific for Como. So uh, just watch because wonderful, amazing things are happening. And we have we have the best leader in place to lead that transformation for our business. I, I'm grateful for that to you and uh, you and Sonal, Christine. <laughs> well, we're we're grateful. Uh, we're grateful for you. And uh, it's just been uh, it's a joy like we we work really hard. But it's also important to enjoy what you're doing. And, uh, and, and often, as we've mentioned, I think on other episodes, literally part of our uh, decision making in the company is, does this bring us joy? You know, we can't serve every single client right now that, that comes to us. Um, we are very, I would say we're selective and making sure that um, as the demand coming, comes in, that it fits with with our strategy and our sweet spot in terms of driving transformation, and uh, and that brings us an incredible amount of joy. So Raj, we've spoken a lot about culture today, and in our Indian culture, we have a big celebration coming up uh, today. Actually, do you want to share with our listeners what Diwali is and how you and your family plan on celebrating it? Yes, definitely. Um, 
Yeah, the festival Diwali, um, like we used to call it as Deepavali, and and in southern part of India and the northern part they call it Diwali. The reason we celebrate uh, Diwali in southern part of India is that, like uh, in the in ancient days, like it's, maybe it's a myth, it says that they had like two sections of uh, people on earth. One is the um, Asuras, it means that evil people, and Devas. Devas are like gods. So um, there was like an Asura called uh, uh, Naragasuran, and uh, and that Asura was assassinated by the uh, by by a lord called Krishna. So that that day is celebrated as the Bali in southern India. Uh, but in North India, uh, we have the Lord Rama uh, returned back to uh, his uh, empire uh, after 14 years of uh, his life spent in the spent in the forest uh, because of his evil mother plot. So that is celebrated as Diwali for North Indian people, and for South Indian people, it's it's the assassination of an uh, evil. And how are you and your family going to to celebrate Diwali? Um, yeah, Diwali, uh, we used to, uh, wake up early in the morning, like, let's say like 4 a.m. Uh, and that, that's like uh, unusual for us to wake up at 4 a.m. Um, but for my parents, it is actually the routine time. Um, used to wake up early in the morning, like 4 a.m. And then, um, uh, apply the sesame oil, um, uh, over, all over your body. And then you take over like a hot, warm shower. And then you're going to, uh, eat the sweets that you prepared and uh and uh, bust the crackers throughout the day that's you how firecrackers yes really really cool well happy diwali to you and your family yes thank you very much Sonal. you too so raj we could probably keep talking for hours but i think you know hopefully our listeners here have gotten a taste a really one-of-a-kind um interesting story of personal transformation in India, growing up on a farm and your work ethic and the decisions that your parents made for you and your brother as you were growing up, planted seeds in your heart and in your life that have really helped to drive who you have become. And I, I can see that. And, um, you know, studying chemical engineering, I mean, guys, that is that is not an easy subject. Raj is a very intelligent a business professional and having studied chemical engineering, having the the foresight that to recognize that he wanted to do something incredible and choosing project management. Project management, I think, is one of the most game-changing roles and capabilities that companies can have. And often leaders don't recognize that and they see it as just project administration. Okay, somebody's got to check the box and you know manage the schedule. But we know here at Como that it's a lot more than that. And our clients know that too. And we are helping them to grow their capability of project management because when done right, it will affect your bottom line. And we know it and we are here to serve. And as you've heard from Raj, Raj is here to serve and he's doing a phenomenal job. So Raj, if you could go back and I'm trying to, to think here, if you could go back, let's say to Raj from 20 years ago, and if you could write a postcard to yourself, just a postcard, so it's not even a whole letter, just a postcard, what, what would you say? What advice would you say? What wisdom would you share with your previous self based on what you know right now and where you are right now in life? 
I've been born in the 1980s, so 20 years ago uh, would be my uh, almost my teenage. Um, mm -hmm. So what I would say is that like you, uh, you you're you're the you're the person is going to uh, uh, to uh, write your own story, uh, and and that that's going to inspire people around you. So make sure that you are leading a uh, leading a meaningful meaningful life that is going to inspire others to follow that path and uh, and, and have good results and have like a successful results in their life. That is absolutely beautiful. Well, Raj, we are, again, extremely grateful, not only that you are a part of the Como family and growing with us, we're also grateful that you took the time to join us on this episode of the Como Factor. You definitely have the Como Factor and keep letting it shine, Raj. Everyone can see. Thanks, Raj. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you very much, Sonal and Christina. And, and last thing I want, just want to say is like, um, I'm very grateful for the things I have today. Um, I would like to thank you, like whoever the listeners, I would like to thank, uh, thank the persons in my life, especially uh, my wife, uh, my parents, uh, my brother, for the things they have uh, sacrificed so much for me to achieve what I want to be. Um, even my friends and, and you guys, Son and Christine, I'm really grateful for everything I have in my life.